I'm f***ed up, homie, you f***ed up But if God got us, then we gon' be alright Tea with a slice of shade. Oh, how it do? Oh, how it do? How's it going? How is it going? It zibs live in the flesh, raw, uncut. And it's your girl, no fizzle. Fizzle if you're nasty, guys. <sighs> guys. But but actually, if you aren't following us, make sure you're following us. And you're yeah. not subscribed, subscribe. We've got an Instagram, got a Twitter. Tea with a slice of shade on Instagram and T-W-A-S-O-S pod on Twitter. Okay. <laughs> there yeah. we go. Everything will be in the description because we're going to be talking about a lot today. Mm, we're going to cover a so, lot of ground. you know, just check our description and yeah. So girl, girl. Today's been a day. Okay. I mean. <laughs> today's been a day. <laughs> let's just, let's just. So today, obviously we went to um, the protest. At in Hyde London. Park. In London, yeah, it was. It's. It, I feel so many different emotions. Do I don't mean? even know where to start. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Because with a protest, it's more than just going. It's mm. also like the before, mm. seeing other people protest, deciding if you're going to go or not. Because mm. guys, let's not act. There's a whole virus happening Yo. outside. So, to even make the decision to go, like, if you've done it, I'm not going to lie, like, I genuinely applaud you. Honestly. Because, you know, you're ultimately risking your life. Honestly. Especially if you are a black woman in the UK and around the world. You're definitely black, period. I'm minority, period. Period. Like, you're risking your life more. You know, we don't know why, but you're risking your life Yo. More. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I know we wanted to talk about today... But quickly, quickly, okay. on one of our last episodes, we were talking to you guys about how black women are more likely to die um, of coronavirus. Okay. And there was a whole report okay. by the Office for National Statistics. And I, we were saying, and I was like, why don't we know? Why don't we know? Like, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And as this whole like movement has now come to social media, you're seeing Matt Hancock on BBC talking about this report. Like, we need to figure out why. We need to... F- Bro, this report has, one, been out for a minute. You weren't screaming it before. And now you're screaming it when, obviously, there's more support and more... Do you know what I mean? Like, is this it. genuine? So I, I didn't it. want to talk about that just yet. But no. just because we just mentioned, you know, going out and risking your life. I just found it funny how, like, politicians are just playing with our lives and, like, manipulating that for their you know, political game. Exactly. It's like, when it was a thing that he should have taken seriously and actually put some thought and research into, you were quiet. But now that black people are protesting for their lives and their and protest to break down racism, it's, oh wait guys, you know, let's not yeah. do that because yeah. you might die. Yeah. So now it's a thing. But you guys don't want to do research to find out more about why we die more. You don't it's terrible. You, how could you you guys put a whole report telling us that we're more likely to die, but uh, we but, don't. But why? We don't know how or what we should do about this. You're not trying to do any research, any anything to help us at all. Oh god, it's but, terrible. Yeah, no protesting. So it was just interesting seeing all of that. Hundred percent. I mean, before you go, because it's like part of it is fear tactic. Another mm-hmm. is like, uh, it's like internal. Mm. You know. I don't know. It's interesting. How did you but find it? The protest. Yeah. Um, like, do you know what? At first, I feel like I, I still haven't, like, deeped it yet. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? I think it's one of those ones. I la- I enjoyed the fact that everyone was there coming together to, you know, protest, like, institutional racism and whatnot. But I just wish there was more attention paid to, like, belly. Like, I really just wish that was that happened do you know, do you know what, what I, mean? I think it was I think it's kind of like what my mum when my when we walked in my mum asked us like oh um what do you call it so what was it for like she 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 didn't mm. know I feel like there was very much much a mixed message with 100%. the march if that makes sense like some people were there for belly mm-hmm. which is what it was originally organized as but I feel like the message wasn't passed on correctly it wasn't so we got a lot of George Floyd, mm-hmm. which as much as that is amazing and that is good because we're raising awareness on an issue it's like there is actually an issue as well closer to home yeah, and it wasn't very much equal mm, if it was exactly. equal then it'd been like you know cool fair enough 
Do you know what I mean? No, I understand. But when it's not, it kind of like highlights the issue that a lot of black women are talking about, a lot of black trans women are talking about, a lot of, you know, because black disabled, like, do you know what I mean? Whenever they are facing like adversities or something has happened to them, which is horrendous, people aren't as quick to speak up Mm. or to speak out. 100%. In the same way that they would about a black man. 100%. Do you know what I mean? That is... I'm not, I'm not saying that from the place of negativity. I'm genuinely just saying that as a place of... We were walking behind Belly Majinga's family. And you could tell, like, how much everything was affecting them in the sense that it was a lot. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's a lot. And you want to make sure that, like, people are hearing what you're trying to say. And I feel like there were occasions where they were trying to say Belly's name and they weren't able to because, Mm. you know, other things were happening where it's like, we need to shine a light on this. 100%. So it was really nice when we went down to um, Parliament Square Mm -hmm. and then we kind of like, a lot of people just gathered and listened to what the family had to say. There was a prayer. 100%. That was so lovely. So lovely. So lovely. That's just beautifully, beautifully, literally like, I was just happy that people were able to hear what happened to her. Do you know what I mean? Like she was able to get her minute and her spotlight. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I think now we just need to think, right, like, keep momentum going. Like, we can't stop now. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's nice that the word is getting out there, but I just wish, like, when I went to search for um, what happened today on the news to see how the news, news was covering it, yeah, I read the Sky News article and there was not one mention of Belly's name. Not one mention of her name. It was filled with George Floyd, George Floyd, which is obviously, like, it's important to highlight what is happening in America, yes, but like you said, there's something happening a lot closer to home. Like, literally, we've just found out that someone who spat in someone's face isn't going to get any criminal charges. Like, nothing's going to happen. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And it's just not right. Say her name. Say her name, man. Belly Majinga. Like, it's... it's What's happening to her is so... It's, it's not right and it's it not. needs and attention needs to be brought to it just as much as what's happening to George Floyd just because you can't see it on a video do you know what I mean doesn't mean it didn't happen like this is I don't know but I'm just glad that the family got their minute do you yeah. know what I mean and they were able to go to parliament and like stand outside and like demand justice for her like and honestly it was guys, so special so special and I can't lie to you like if you've never been to a protest before, like, I would definitely encourage you to be at one, definitely for something mm. that you're passionate about. 100%. Because it feel like, the feeling, like, I cried. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I cried. It was Girl. so, like, for so long. Like, if you've been you here cry. on our podcast, like, you will know. Like, you will honestly know. Like, we find it. Like, we speak so much about this. So to be in a place where people actually care. Yeah. And it wasn't like there were just two of us. Do you know what I mean? There were thousands. 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 Like, we shut down Paul Mall. We shut down Victoria. We shut down... We shut down Westminster. Helen, baby! Downing Street! Listen, Downing Street. You don't even understand. Boris Johnson, what? And I'm not even going to lie to you. I was so, so, so happy with the amount of white people I saw there. 100%. So happy. The allyship was real. The allyship was real. And it reminded me that like, you know how I always say, like when we talk about white people, it's like I'm talking, I'm not talking about my friends or my mates that I know. 100%. I'm not. I'm talking about the ones that vote for Trump. I'm 100%. talking about the people that are racist. I'm talking about the silent majority that just don't speak the when it's time. Majority. When it's time to show up, they show out. Key word here is majority because they are a majority. So to go out and to see all these minorities come mm. together and for us to finally be a majority, mm. that was amazing. It was amazing. You could just tell, like... People had <sighs> enough. And it was the white people starting the chart every yeah. time. Every time. Every time. Say his name. Yeah. <laughs> Say his name. No justice. No peace. <laughs> Yo, it was serious. Every single time. They were there with their banners. They were there like white Black silence. Cars, yeah. Like white silence. It's not enough. 
Like, yeah. it's not enough. They, they came were, through. They were coming to the people in the cars, like, what's good? You're like, like what's good? <laughs> people were there in the cars, what's good? Like, like what's, what's good? good? Like, if you're, if you're not honking for us, you're against, against us. <laughs> if you're not honking your horn, you're an op. op. Period. Op. Fuck 12. Period. <laughs> Fuck 12. <laughs> Listen, I don't think you guys are fuck twelve. Stand. Listen, yeah, the the, or, the vibe, mm, the energy, the vibe. The energy was different, and it was. Do you know what it was? It was positive, yo. People, it was positive. Good vibes, so peaceful. I felt so comfortable. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, a protest during coronavirus is not meant to be comfortable. It's not meant it to is be. It's not meant to be comfortable. Not meant to. Be. Like, so the fact that I felt comfortable, everyone was on the same wavelength, like, there was just good vibes, like, no one was starting beef, there were, like, there were definitely, no, people did not know each people other. People did not know each other. But we're all here for the same thing, for the same cause, like, it doesn't matter who you are, it doesn't matter what it is, it doesn't matter what you do, like, this is what, this is it. This is it. This, this is, is it. it. Black lives matter. Simple. This is it. Do you know Pretty what I mean? Poo. Like, literally, as Rihanna said, oh. Everyone told their friends to pull up. Pull up. And they did. Pull up. And they did. And I'm not going to lie. Like, for me, like, you know how people before were like, oh, you know, if you don't post, you're, you're you know, you're silent. For me, if you weren't at no, the protest, protest you were silent. silent. Can't lie. If you weren't at Fact. the protest. Fact. You were silent. that was real activism. That was we activism. We were putting our life on the line. We put our lives on the line for no, the cause. I'm not like for the cause. Obviously, I'm joking, but at the same time, I'm not <laughs> because I don't really believe that you need to do like that. I will always say this: I don't believe you need to prove yourself to anyone. No, like you, no. you never need to prove yourself. And I think that people now are calling on others to come and prove themselves. And for me, that's absolutely ridiculous. Ridiculous. But at the same time. If you want to be screaming on others, you need to be giving 100% of your energy. Uh, and 100% of your energy means you need to be at that protest. <laughs> so, if you are not there, you need to have a good look in that mirror and talk to yourself and figure out why. Don't even come and tell me that was because of a virus. Because it was because of a virus, thousands of people were there as well. Exactly. So why weren't you? A virus isn't good enough. If people are dying, yes, we're all dying. <laughs> we're, we're all dying. dying for the cause. We're all dying. <laughs> we're all here this is the this was your Sacrifice, time this bro. was your time and your opportunity to really show that you were about it this is honestly to those people that think they want to call on everyone yeah this is to you yeah to you who feel like you can judge others for not posting or for not saying listen this is to you <laughs> this is to you if you know 100 i hear that this is, this is activism, this you know. Is it. We have to sh- we shut down London. This is it. We said London is gonna pause for a minute. This is really me making a serious, serious, serious 100%. difference. This is we said London is gonna pause and gonna listen to our listen. voices. Like listen. black lives, they matter. Listen. The police just stood aside, the news was there reporting. Oh my gosh, it was so funny. Like when we pulled were pulling up to Parliament Square, there must have been bad police. And it, like part of the march just dispersed and then the other went. It just split. They went to go shout at the police. <laughs> I said, yeah. I'm going to continue walking. I'm going to continue walking. I'm not going to shout at them. Yeah, because I, they're, just, they're not who I'm here for right now. They're not. You know, they're, they're getting paid to stand there. So, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do, do that. that. Do you know what it is like? Even when the police were standing there, it was very much like... What are they gonna do? Like the protest is actually this way. The like, protest like, is this way. <laughs> this is this way. Like the just difference is this way. This is like, the difference. It just showed me who was out here posting on Twitter. <laughs> who was doing it? It was really for memes. You're the ones. Like some of oh. you were there. Like some people, you could tell they were there, and there it was very much. Oh, I need to take a picture of this. Yeah. You know, I need to take a picture of this, and this is why. I will never, I come back to my original point of I'm not going to force someone to post because, or call out anyone for not posting. Because for me, I feel like you should be doing stuff because it's genuine and you should be actively doing things. I think that a lot of people don't understand that the real change is within yourself and it's a very long-term change. Do you know what I mean? Posting something 
that is going to last the 24 hours or may be there on your profile for however long is all good and well. But if you are not actively supporting black people, if you are not actively making changes, your post is absolutely worthless. <laughs> like, it's absolutely worthless. Anyone can put up a post. It takes two seconds. There is barely any thought that goes into that. Yes, someone else may see it and they may have a conversation with themselves, which is great. That's great. Mm-hmm. But I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about you. Right. <laughs> I'm talking about the original person. Yeah. That's what we need right now. And if that person is... And do you know what it is? I feel like people, especially white people, or non people that are not black. Non-black. Yeah, non-blacks. I think that it's really important to take that time to educate yourself before you post. 100%. Because I assume that your posting means you're educated. So if I now come to you with conversation and you're lacking... <laughs> I'm holding my ear for effect. <laughs> and you're lacking. Please. Please. Facts. And you're still the same. Facts. Don't be posting and you're still the same. You should be <laughs> posting and you're a changed individual. No, 110%. Genuinely, like, you genuinely 110%. get it now. Because I saw people, um, non-blacks, and they took a while to post. Mm-hmm. Not like I was looking out for them, but I just noticed I saw more black people. So then I was like, oh, what's other people saying? And one of my friends posted and she was like, you know what, I'm not going to lie. Like, I took a minute to educate myself where I want to post because honestly, I felt like I needed to fully understand and reflect. And then she started putting out like stuff and she was like, this is what I've done. Like she put out books, uh, books that she's read, groups that she's now found, brands she's going to be supporting, links to other pages. Like, and like, it was great. Do you know what I mean? But I don't, that's what we need. I don't need you to put up your one post and that's it. No, that's what we need. Do you know what it is? That's so true. Even I had a friend as well who like, she didn't like, she, she was just posting loads of different stuff. And I was just like, "Mm." but as I started (laughs) to read her posts, I was like, wait, sis is actually educating herself and educating others. Because she works in a specific industry. Oh. And she's out here saying, like, listen, if you're in this... In-, she works in television and film. Mm. So she's like, the only way we can see change is if we get more representation in our industry. Let's talk to our partners. Like, all her followers are in that industry. Do you know what I mean? So it's like... You're it makes now, sense. It makes sense. You're not educating all your followers that are, let's be real, mostly white. Yeah. To now get a clue and figure out what they need to do to yeah. help the situation. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like... That that's is, how you that's do it. That's how you do it. It's not just a black post on a screen. Like, really and truly, what is it going to do? Like, the next day, everyone was back to their regular scheduled post. Like, everyone was back to their regular scheduled post of themselves living their lives. Like, I'm going to say it. What was the point? You guys are really showing your asses. 100%. You guys are showing your asses. 110%. You're showing yourself. Do you know what it is? It's, if you can post yourself so freely, I expect you to post what you've learned within this time. Because what you've learned within this time is a lot. Do you know what it is as well? And it's important. Facts. And people need to understand, you don't just learn. It's a continuous thing. It's a continuous thing. thing. It's not a one-time thing. You don't just just post BLM one time just for the the banter. It's a a life thing. What have you done? How are you changing your lives further further moving on? It's It's about a lifestyle change. How is your life going to adapt? There was um, this article on Galdan that really put it like really well for me into words. I just want to like, quote a bit of it. I'll Great put the link in below. It says, the process of unlearning is a deep and lifelong journey. And it is only through that process of unlearning that we can begin to imagine different collective realities for black people. Like, and that 100%. is it. That's it. That Period. is it. Period poop. A continuous, it's a process. This isn't just something that stops and ends here. It goes on, like, through all aspects of life, like, genuinely. Period. And that's what it means to be fully a part of a movement and fully understand Black Lives Matter. Like, that's what it means and that's what it's about. But one thing I feel like we need to just do is, in order to really understand these issues, we need to be realistic as well. Black, like... Let's be real, that we, another black person, another black life is going to die at the hands of the police for no reason Mm -hmm. due to the color of their skin. Mm -hmm. So moving forward, let's not share images, videos of that murder. 100%. Let's not put that out there. I saw something really good and your sister said it actually. Um, Nonaju, shout out if you're listening. She was like, you wouldn't post a video of a dog getting killed or a cat getting killed online. So why are you posting a video, reposting a video of a black a black life getting killed? You wouldn't. 
you 100%. You wouldn't. We, there's a whole Netflix a documentary. documentary. Did you ever see Don't a murder the cats? cats? Did you ever see we, them post we've the spoke, dead cats? We spoke about this. Like, we've spoken about this, this on our podcast. This is what I say all the time. Cats. And can you imagine? A cat. A cat. Do you know what it is? We've become so, uh, so numb yeah. to black life. This is what I mean. Like, black lives truly don't matter. Because if they did, you would see that person as a human. Yeah. And know that it is actually dehumanizing to repost a nine minute video of a man dying. Why is it so easy to find on, on Twitter? So easy. I can just type in this hashtag and I will find that video. Why are we reposting a video of a man dying? And why are we all so comfortable with it? As if this is not a human life. That's... His family have to live. And see that. And see that. And imagine if, you know, the joke of it is like in some instances, the families don't even know what has happened and they're going to socials to fight. See that? That's disgusting. They have to live their lives knowing that there's a video Guys, of their please, dad dying. I beg of someone's you. Someone's man dying. I beg of you. All this social media stuff, all this social media stuff. Honestly, I get the aspect of viewing it to have the evidence, but that is evidence. That is evidence. That is go. That goes to the police, even though I don't like them, but they're the ones that are obviously going to be handling the case. 100%. It goes to the police and it doesn't go any further. 100%. It shouldn't be anything that... Get, it shouldn't be accessible. 100%. But I'm going to say, though, some people are going to maybe think that, oh, what if the police tried to lie about it? Like, they've lied That's why I see. I get why they... I get why the evidence yeah. is there. And I get why the... But then this is... Yeah, go on, sorry, finish. No, 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 that's it. Uh, but this is why, like, I feel as if this is why it's even more important to vote black and, like, for black people to infiltrate these spaces. Even so more. that these things do so, not so happen. these things don't happen. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's the key. We need yeah. to start, This is what I mean by allyship as well. We're going to get into that in a second. Yeah. Like, when it comes to being in these spaces, okay, great, I've learned this. How am I going to now ensure that the people around me this doesn't happen again? Do you know what I mean? How do I further ensure that black people are uplifted 24-7? Like, how do I humanise black people like it's about everyone within their spaces like do you know what i mean like using their privilege for good yeah get make get black people into these spaces so we can make the right changes and see do you know what i mean like start to see us look do better i don't yeah. i don't know no i agree with you completely because realistically we wouldn't be having these conversations if you know allyship was really happening like, if, I'm, if i'm being honest because that that's why for me it gets really irritating when people like knock down and try to act like racism isn't happening because realistically if things were okay these things would not be happening right. and I think one the first thing I want to say is that as much as it is so important for black people to get into these spaces we need to remember how we need to utilize ourselves once we're in these spaces mm. because we need to work together I've been in spaces where uh, it's been me and maybe one other black person and it's like me and her competition. Do you get what I mean? In the sense of like, she's really out here trying to impress the Caucasians and be that token oh, black no. person. And that the, I'm not going to lie, the reality is a lot of black people are like that. That, not a lot, but there are people out there that are like that, sorry, where when they get to the top, it's very much them and mm. they're not trying to bring up other individuals mm. for themselves. 100%. Or black women, I know so many times where they'll voice their opinions within the workplace and nothing happens and it's just them and then they just end up leaving rather than things actually happening. So mm-hmm. white people who see these situations happening, that is your opportunity to speak up and to re- to make it clear that you know you actually support and you actually understand because why are you silencing someone else's voice? Do you know what I mean? Like that's true ally like that's true true allyship. That's it. That's true allyship. Being an ally, like supporting the other person. And I don't understand why that's hard because I just don't get why it's so hard to understand that. Like what we're asking for isn't anything mad. Hundred percent. I'm not gonna lie. We're not uh, we're literally asking for you asking for you to see us as human beings Mm. and I think that is even so sad like the fact that you really think me and you are the same you really can't acknowledge that me and you are different like you can't even fathom it so when I say it you just shut it down completely because you can't even grasp that concept 
You can't even try and check your own privilege. Please, just try. Just try. Because black women are tired. Because every time we try, we're being called aggressive. 110. <laughs> fuck. Oh, God. We're called aggressive, insecure. Um, yeah. Or and this goes on. Not a great fit for the company. Oh. If you want to put in work terms. Oh, yeah. Not a great fit for the company. Not a team player. Oh. Can't communicate. Oh. Effectively. Oh. Something like that. You know? There was another way, because we wanted to get into, like allyship yes and what it actually means yeah to be an ally kick off so the one point that i wanted to make that to become an ally it's important to like take up the fight as if it's your own fight yes. do you know what i mean yeah it's not just about like i can't imagine what you're going through like we know yeah you can't imagine it you're not black like yeah. <laughs> okay i need you to take up this fight as if it's your own all right i need you to figure out okay how do i support black how do i give up how do i bring you how do i uplift you guys do you know what yeah. i mean like that needs to be the mindset like we said get black people into these spaces like we need allies that are constantly going to like uplift our struggle not just yeah. for like a period and then shut it down like yeah this has to be a continuous thing like your life like we said this is about lifestyle changes like this has to be a change within your life in order to help us like progress. do you know what i mean no I completely agree with you. I think, yeah, and just to follow on in that, I think, like, being an ally means having conversations and having uncomfortable conversations, but mm. also being willing to have them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, conversations with family members, conversations in the workplace, like, actually challenging things. Yeah. And I feel like to someone that's never done that, that can be uncomfortable, but you just have to get comfortable with the situation, 100%. if I'm being completely honest. Because <laughs> black people have been uncomfortable for, for a very long time. Yeah. You've been uncomfortable for a minute now. Yeah. So, so um, yeah. And if we are all equal, which we're just not an uncomfortable conversation. Why is it uncomfortable if we're all equal then? Do you know what I mean? Like asking questions like, okay, so the diversity in here. Hmm. <laughs> You know, our board members. There's a lot of white people in here. You know, like, it's about having genuine conversations. Checking the racists in your family, too. 100%. Woo! If you know your aunties. A, if, if someone makes a racist comment, just say, oh, why would you say that? Yeah. If someone makes a comment that you think is a bit questionable about, like, black people or... Yeah, yeah about black people. Or a just, slur. Or a slur. Just say, like, oh, why would you say that? Ooh. Ask them that question. Who? Let them get into it. Understand them and then check their privilege. Because that, then that's when they will expose their asses. Yeah. Because a lot of the time, white people do it subconsciously. Yeah. Like, oh, don't oh, oh, don't go over there. You know what I mean? Or, like, hold your purse a bit closer. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they do it subconsciously. So you have to ask them. Yeah. Why? Yeah. You know? And the thing is, as well, it doesn't need to be a mean conversation. But I'm it fair. needs to be a conversation where you're educating that person yeah. as well. Like, I, that is it. White people and non-blacks are taking on that role of education. It's down to you to educate other people about privilege. Because... You guys are the ones that have it. Hundreds. So you guys are the ones that are able to understand how you perpetrate it, exactly what it is you do, the little things. And you guys can actually speak to one another and make genuine changes happen. Like, like it's not even a hard... Like, what we're saying isn't rocket science. It's not. Do you know what I mean? Um, Another point I wanted to make about being an ally as well, like, you don't need to cry. Do you know what I mean? <gasps> like, we don't care, like, like we get it that you're crying it's sad but it's not happening to you it's happening to us do you know what i mean like who's crying do you remember when um that i told you i told you that story about the guy from her work him, his manager yes. called yeah, him yeah. crying yeah. i've been crying all weekend it's so sad what's happening to black people okay okay <laughs> thanks for the tears do you know what i mean like you don't need to cry we know it's sad like so what are you gonna do to like stop this from happening like what are you gonna do to help with the movement, the revolution, like, how are you going to add? You know what I mean? You're going to make change, sis. Don't cry. Don't cry. Oh you don't need gosh. your tears. Yeah. You open your purse. Okay. Open your broken... Open your broken purse. That's what you need to do. Literally. Okay. Um, I think as well, it's also about making much changes within yourself that you don't necessarily mm. realise are there. So, for example when listening to music, like the types of music that you're listening to in terms of the words that you're saying. 100%. Just remembering, you can't say that. You can't say that. Yeah. Just remembering yeah. that. It's actually just a, 
Like, yeah. you just don't. There's a way to do it. It's not hard. It. Jack Aina has a video on it. 100%. We'll put that below as well. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> also, I wanted to add that as an ally, there's going to be a lot of things that you have to, like, personally learn and unlearn. But the key is to, like, listen. Like, mm. it's all, it's just so important to listen to black people when they talk. Like, don't question, don't prod, like... If you have a question, make sure you're asking the right kind of questions. And Do you know what I mean? When someone says something, your response shouldn't be, oh, I don't think, think so. I yeah, don't know. There's mm-hmm. no, you don't. Just be like, mm-hmm. if you want to, if, if you feel like you want to understand, there's ways that you ask that and there's ways that you say that. A good reply, in my opinion, would be like, oh, could you tell me more? Mm. Or be like, I've never heard about this. Like, can you explain it a bit further? Yeah. You know? Literally. Simple buzzwords. You know? And uh, do you know what it is, though? I feel like, as well, you need to make sure, in terms of allyship, that you're actually speaking to the right people. 100%. Because I'm not going to lie to you, not every single black person is educated. 110%. To really... They can... I feel like everyone has their own unique experience, and everyone has their own experiences and views on racism, and what needs to happen, and what should happen. So... Obviously, some people may know more than others because of, like, maybe uni, career, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, some people can only give you certain bits of information. Yeah. So, don't just solely rely on, oh, okay, I've got one black friend. Like, that person might not actually be Have able the range. To, to help you. Not you know everybody I mean? has the range. That person might not even get the movement, but that doesn't mean the movement isn't happening. So, yeah. oh, just because my, my black friend doesn't think that... This so giant. Yeah, not everyone has the range, buddy. Literally. Okay. Literally. And also, I understand that your views are also shaped by a system of oppression as well. Like the views you have, like they're actually they're made. Like the views they had, where where you've made them, has been made to oppress black people. So it's never gonna be a positive view of black people. Do you know what I mean? Like it's always going to be negative. Yeah. So yeah, no. And I feel like the following on from that, the next thing that is really important in allyship is actually like educating yourself in terms of books, mm-hmm. journals, videos, obviously educational ones, you know, art I think is also really important. Hundred percent culture. But you need to understand for yourself and to find out what is actually happening. Like you need to educate yourself on black people How because can. The education system has failed to do that for so long. So long. So when why do you think you only learned about racism, about slavery? Why do you think that's the only thing you learned about about black history in school? Why? Like literally. Hello. These are questions that we've been asking. System of we, oppression. Like to even understand what Naya is saying about system of oppression, that's something you need to go and do your research on. Exactly. Do you know what I mean, it's not enough for you to hear the word oppression. You need to actually understand what, what that it means. means. Like, okay, so what's the definition? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, to really understand What is it, white privilege? Like, understanding it. And I wanted to just quickly suggest, like, two books that I think are really, really good. Obviously, I'm always going to say um, why I'm no longer talking to white people about, about race, race by yes. Rennie Lodge. Edge, and then there's also me and my white supremacy: how to recognize your privilege, combat racism, and change the world by Layla F. Saeed. Mm. That one is really, really good. And I actually have another one. I wanted to add one. Yeah. Um, Imperialism by Edward Said. That's a really good book. Imperialism. Yeah, that's if you like more like that's school, theory. Scho- yeah, theory like scholarly stuff. But no, that is really really good. Book, to be honest, that's these are all key. Um, but that Renny Edo one though is probably the best. That one's really good. Also, Natives by Akala. Is Ooh, really, really yes, good. Natives. Really really good. Yeah. So yeah, educating yourself. I also wanted to follow on from that. Um, supporting. So supporting mm. black owned businesses, donating to black owned businesses. Mm. Do you um, have some? Yeah, of course. Let's plug some. Um, so in terms of, so when we speak about black owned businesses, I mean across the board. So Clamp Agency, they do UX, UA design, they do interior design, graphics. Amazing. All of that. We've got um, Vamp UK, they are a creative agency for influencers run by two amazing black women. Amazing. Solutions UK. They are a um, mental health charity and they basically help like promote mental health, well-being. Really, really good. Right? 
So I have I have a lot of fashion brands. Go for it, fashion. So we have Cece's Closet, Hanifa, uh, Fenty of course, uh, Lola Ade, Fenty. Nubian. Fenty goes to the white man. Fenty oh, yeah, goes to your white man. Not Fenty. Nope. Sorry, I love you, Ruby, but... Nubian Skin. Nubian Skin is great. Um, BU Collective. Oh, yes, BU Collective. CEO Table. Tea with a slice of shade. Oh, they're already here, baby. Classy <laughs> Fox Fur. The Boutique London. Misa Swim. S Hands. Sora Nora Skin. Misa Swim, Misa yes. Misa Swim. Yes, all things beauty. All things beauty. Ashanti. So listen, we're gonna have a list. Listen, we've you know, got, we, got, plan, we, have, we have some plans. But the thing the we, we've got a lot of plans, and as well on our Instagram story, we have a highlights, and our highlights is bl- hashtag BLM Black Lives Matters, mm-hmm. and in there you can actually find really really good resources. Um, we've got loads of like different stuff. We've got Do Not Touch My Hair by Emma Debris. We've got movies that are happening. We talk about stuff and we also link our episodes that specifically are referenced to race race and discrimination. So make sure you check that out. But I do really want to talk about brands and Uh their responses. Oh, good. So first things first, pretty little thing. (laughs) Let's go. Pretty little thing. Hey. Pretty. Hey. Little. Hey. Are we shopping there? Do you know what it is? It's so hard because it's fast fashion and it's just like, it's so easy and it's just. So we um, need a fast fashion. I need a black, I need a black owned fast fashion brand. Okay, if anyone has it. one, please plug me. We're making it. Please. Boom. Fast fashion, black owned, like, please. I need that. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I think the outrage is going to last for a week, but everyone's going to go back to wearing it again. I don't feel like it's going to last very long. I just, I think what they're doing now makes sense. Like everything they're making from the Sweetie at Home collab, they're donating to Black Lives Matter. They posted that. Oh, really? Yeah, recently. Okay. So, you know. Let me go look at their feed. I'm happy with that. But like I said, it's, yeah. Ah, They removed the picture. Did they? They removed it. They removed the, the thing. And they posted something completely different. We don't know what posted something. I'm like talking that. about the one with the hands. Oh, the hands. Oh, that was terrible. The one with the hands. Oh, that was terrible. The one with the hands. Is that what you think w- we are? A <laughs> black hands. A black hand. And the nails were black too. Black. It was literally noir. You know noir. the color noir? That's what it was. <laughs> that is literally what it was on the paint scale. Like, I couldn't believe that. And they did the white hands, all white with tone. Like, you were just showing your asses. You were showing your asses. <laughs> showing it. Y'all was showing your asses. Like, it's actually, it's actually crazy. And then they ch- they've added something completely new. That's so funny. This is why I say, like, don't force brands to make a statement. Do you know what I mean? Like, because when they do, Terrible. they come with some stupid shit like that. Like, literally understand that they didn't care. And you know do you know what? Care. This is so, 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 so important. Because the owners of Pretty Little Thing are Asian. Oh, people of color, right? Are they not right? people of color? People of color, Be right? a me. People. <laughs> Be a me. <laughs> That's what they are. People of this color. is why I will always say we are not the same. We're never the same. We're not the same. Stop grouping us together. Stop grouping us together. We're not a group. We're not a group. There's no unity. There's no togetherness. There's none of that. Okay. Everything affects us completely differently. Completely differently. Completely. What? Fam, the owner, the owner of this huge fast fashion brand, he's not even white, he's Asian. He's Asian. You guys want to tell us that there's no... Rude. Please. I don't want to hear shit from you. Please. (laughs) Please. But Nike put up a video. It was just like, some don't do it and don't do it and racism and people were applauding them and that was great and all and uh, i didn't really care it was very cryptic just say what it is i don't know what that was meant to do it was very minimal it was very cryptic like minimal people were loving it oh my god this is so revolutionary what are you doing open your broken purse you see that how much money did michael jordan make nike like 13 million or something like that nike make hello let me go see if they've opened open, their let me not, purse. Let, let me not lie. Let me see if they've opened their purse. Hold on. I'm not seeing anything. Is it just, don't do it? It's for once. 
don't do it. Let's all be part of the change. Hashtag until we win. Don't pretend there's not a problem in America. Then it fades away. Don't turn your back on racism. Then it fades away. Text comes back. Don't accept innocent lives being taken from us. Doesn't say black lives. Don't make any more excuses. Just say black lives. There's no black. Have you had black? Have you heard them say black? I've heard black. Don't think this doesn't affect you. Is this is this what they're doing? People are liking this. Don't sit back and be silent. Why would they say black lives matter? Don't think this is a very all lives matter. Let's all. There was nothing. There was no black. There was no black. There was no black. In this like thing. Guys, I've just watched this whole one minute video. Ugh. There was no black anything here. There was no... Saying, they just like, said the racism. Police... They just said racism. Oh, racism. They said, don't pretend there's not a problem in, in America and then don't turn your back on racism. That's what they said. Wow. That's what they said. Okay. You should have said racism, I guess. But you can be racist to anyone, apparently. You can oh, be racist true. to Asian people. You can be racist to white people, apparently. You can be racist to Asian people. You can be racist to Chinese people. I said Asian. That was terrible. You can be racist to Chinese people, racist to Indian people, Japanese. I'm trying. So, so I don't weird. know who they're talking to. I don't know. I don't know. Ah, <sighs> Nike. Nike. <laughs> but this is what I say. Like, stop forcing brands to make statements. Because when they make statements, they just are so cryptic and they don't Listen, make sense. that's why we can't force brands to do anything. We just have stop to in- infiltrate these places. Infiltrate and these educate places. the white people that are there to hope that they bring people 100%. and utilise their allyship. Because... We can't count on you guys. And it's really, really sad for me. Like, genuinely, it's sad for me. Like, especially working in the charity sector. Like, I work... Oh, another business. Um, My Runway Group. Boom. Oh, yeah. Creative agency and charity. But, yeah, no. Like, for me, it's really difficult because I was that black woman who was in a space where it was a good opportunity. But because I saw the lack of diversity and I saw how the company was... I had to then find another opportunity, even mm. though I could have probably stuck it out and been that token black person. Do you mm, know what I mean? Yeah. But like, I didn't want to do that. Like, yeah. and that's why I said to you after I like quit my job, and I was just like, you know what? Like, I actually want to be in a company that is black, yeah. and I want to be in a safe. I want to be in a space where I feel safe. Like, yeah. so many of my friends now since graduating from uni that haven't kind of gone into like typical fields, so teaching medicine. Like, our experience in the working world, like, finding companies and businesses to, like, work for, charities, whatever, it's been difficult. Like, that has been a very big difficulty for us. Mm. Like, actually being around so... Like, being the only black person there. Like, I'm not... It's not that I'm not used to being the only black person. I am. But I don't think I'm used to dealing with, like, microaggressions to such a large extent. And to a large degree. And for people to not kind of, like see that they're doing that mm. do you get what I mean because I've come from an educational space where mm. I've studied this course the people in my class are woke as fuck <laughs> like you know do you know what I mean mm. and now I'm going to an environment especially with my field where we're helping children and you know people in developing countries mm-hmm. and trying to help the community you would think you would think that people would get it and they don't get it and this is old are people like i'm not saying like the 20 like this isn't to the 20 year olds this is to the 40s like the people that yeah. are middle aged like in the streets in these managerial positions that are not allowing these black black women to thrive like they're not allowing it like one of my friends she was working at a, for a really really good company she left she couldn't handle the microaggression she couldn't do it she couldn't mm-hmm. do it she was like i can't do this she was like, I can't do this. Every time she would want to, like, get put on to do something from, like, a different department because they would allow her. They would be like, oh, can, can you help out here? And she would have nothing, nothing to do. Her manager would always deny her the opportunity, wow. like, for pro- progression of opportunities, even though her, her role involves her having progression opportunities. Oh like, she just kept, was like, no, no, no. And then, obviously, she sat down with her, ma- like, she complained to another manager or something. And because other people within the, within the workplace could see it. Yeah. But no one's saying anything. Oh so she's just looking like, oh, you're aggressive. Then when she said something and she spoke up, her manager was like, 
she, I think she went, like, she went to another place or whatever. I can't remember. Long story short, the manager obviously did a Karen, played victim. Like, oh, um, I didn't realise, like, da, 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 like, I'm really upset about all of this. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, just don't be a Karen, guys. Okay. Like, just don't. Yeah, I feel like this movement isn't just about men and we need to recognise that, you know, there are other groups within that movement that needs to be heard mm-hmm. and those voices shouldn't be silenced and we need to have the same energy continuous energy continuous energy do you know what i mean it's so unfair and i think the recent um attack on i want to get her name right sorry nina pop well no she died so didn't she die oh yeah she did didn't she yeah she died so <laughs> nina pop passing away being murdered 100% sorry sorry mistakes you know sorry nina pop being murdered in her own home she was stabbed to death transsexual um and in her own home yeah it was in her home i read the article Bye. um so yeah let's get the nina pop facts generally right because we don't want to yeah so she was stabbed to death in her apartment yeah i'm right in her miss miss oh, Missouri, sorry, in her Missouri apartment. Um, yeah, she was well known in her area. And she lived in a small town. Um, everyone was really shocked. She was one, She's the tenth trans person killed in the US in twenty ten, twenty twenty. Sorry, um, and LGBTQ plus advocates they raised concerns because the way she died was a similar way that a lot of trans people die. How? Um, I'm being stabbed. Yeah. So they're saying we're seeing an epidemic. So a the serial killer. I don't know if they think it's a serial killer, but there's like, they said there's similar killings like related to that for transgender people. Yeah. So um, they're bas- they were calling on basically the, obviously the police and stuff to do more, but they haven't done anything. And from this article, it does not say that they know who it was. It just says they're conducting interviews and trying to build a timeline. But that is just a prime example of... them not caring. Of people not caring. Like, this is a black trans woman. Do you know what I mean? This is... Like, that, like, she is important. She matters. Do you know what I mean? And she matters and she should have justice. Like, just because... And we know why. Because if this was a white girl that was stabbed to death in her apartment, they would be on Everywhere. the look. And I'm not trying to be, you know, that person or an instigator, but there are loads of cases within the UK where I personally feel like the police spend way longer looking for people than they should. If I'm being completely honest, like some people have been looked at for 10 years whilst, you know, other people aren't even looked at, like they're not even looked at. And we've spoken about this before. 100%. Don't want to say it, but actually I'm not going to say it. Do you know what I mean? And I think it's just really sad. Like even the recent one that I, um, that even one made me even say this is the Iana Dior. So she was attacked at a black, like, like at a shop during a black lives matters protest oh my god like during whilst whilst all of this is going the second day of pride month as well a black trans woman was attacked as she entered a store by more than 20 men (gasps) and it came from mostly black men and there was a video that circulated This is Iana Dior. Say her name. That's so bad. This is... You can't be pro-black and be screaming Black Lives Matter and be doing that. Like, black trans lives matter. Black queer lives matter. Like, I think it's absolutely disgusting that in the height of all of this, it really be your own. It really be your own. Like, it really be your own. This is what I'm saying. Black lives won't matter until all black lives actually matter. Like, you have to care about everyone across the board. Literally. The energy isn't the same. It's never the same. Literally. Literally. Like, and for me, obviously, like, I'm part of the queer community, y'all. Ay. Ay. And it's just like, I find it really 
crazy at the fact like obviously this is something that I've not just come to terms with but kind of like just come to terms with so I feel it more because I actually get it like Mm. I would hate like obviously I'm not trying okay I'll say what I am I'm pansexual basically Mm. and I wouldn't want someone to first of all I'm getting you're getting on to me because I'm black you're getting to me because I'm a woman and because I'm trying like trans like just leave me alone you think how is my life affecting yours in the slightest this is what i say it's what i mean i've low-key feel like some black men are gay and they're still suppressing their gayness because why are you so bothered it's true you why know are you so bothered? she's not actually doing anything to you do you know what it is they probably attracted to her found out she was trans and then being felt some pride it's they always i'm not gonna they lie fancy her. I'm, gay. I'm not gonna lie a lot of the times when confrontation happens with males it's because of pride okay. it's because of pride and I just don't, I don't need to hear this. I don't need to be in that store or to be in that country to know that she didn't deserve that. 100%. Do you know what I mean? No one deserves that. Like, no one deserves that. Like, that's absolutely ridiculous. Like, there's nothing that anyone could have really done, in my opinion, that deserves that. 20 guys being 20 20 like guys we are human and i think that's why i really really liked the process when um one of belly um, majinga's family members um, or friends said a prayer because i feel like religion has helped me so much during this time to just like remember that okay as much as this happening i need to give out love i need to give out positivity like i really really need to and i feel like that's what everyone really needs to do like we're huge like i'm how are we out here Asking you guys to treat us as humans. humans. Just treat me as an equal, as you're a human being. For you to understand that I have a struggle, to understand that there are barriers in place that you created that hinder me and hinder my life. And there is nothing I can do about that. Like, there's genuinely nothing I can do about that. Like, I just feel like it's just... <sighs> like, sometimes I just feel like I'm screaming 100. and no one is hearing anything. And it's like, one plus one is two. It's not that's li- literally what it is. Like, that's just literally what it is. But I hope that more, like, more people continue to speak out and there is more yeah. genuine things happening. 100%. Do you know what I mean? Like, 100%. We need... I think... Do you know what it is? I think this is a really good summary, to be fair. I feel like, for both Naya and I, the protest was amazing. But what it didn't signify to us was the next steps and the changes that we needed to see happen. So I feel like what we're definitely going to do is go away and figure out the next steps for us and Mm. in terms of how we can help and how we can support. And how we need to change our lives as well to to reflect the struggle and to reflect the the change we want to see in the world. Literally. But I also think that, like, it's a good time to just, everyone individually Mm -hmm. just reflects within themselves educating themselves and i think a really for me anyway a real core part of moving forward is to truly believe what naya just said in terms of all black lives matter like to truly understand it that is black disabled black trans like everything 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 women black dark-skinned women everything oh no we didn't get into this I need to. Go for it. I have to. Go for it. I'm sorry. Say it. Guys, there was a really good article. Oh, I think I know what she's going to talk about. By Lap the Brand. Oh my gosh. My Sorry, if you guys hear a whoop, it's because the door is just shaking and I genuinely don't know why and I apologize for that. But no, so there was a really good article by Lap the Brand. I'm going to get mm. it up because I don't want to misquote, honey. Anything. Honey. Then I'm about to say. Okay. So, <laughs> mm, mm, mm. do you guys remember when we put out um, a podcast episode on colorism? Okay. Check the comments if you're still here. Okay. You've come back now. Mm. So, this um, post on the page, it's a blog post. So, it says, why acknowledging your light skin privilege isn't enough and what you can do to actively fight racism. Okay. So one thing that I found was really important about... One thing I think that people don't talk about within the Black Lives Matter movement, and I feel like I know I'm going to get gaslit for this, and honestly, fuck you and your opinion. (sighs) So that's what I'm going to say on that. 
I'm really, really sorry, but if you are for Black Lives Matter and you are for understanding and recognizing your privilege, then I feel like you should un also understand your space and understand where your space is at and where it is not at personally because Period. at the end of the day i'm going to keep it 120 percent real the experiences that black people have and people who are not black have is completely different and the experience of um, as the experience of a mixed race person and the experience of a black person is going to be completely different completely completely different because a mixed race person benefits from white privilege and they are that is something that a black person will never ever 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 be able to benefit from okay and i'm not saying that mixed race people are not black because if you it depends on obviously what mix you are do you know what I mean? Everyone has a different mix. Mm. But I'm saying you're mixed with black. If you're mixed with black, you're mixed with black. Like, you're black, but mm. you're also white. So yeah, that's just what it is for me. Like, you're black, but you're also white. So, of course, support the movement. But I feel like there also needs to come a time, time where, where you, you acknowledge and your check own yourself. privilege, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Like, this article says it perfectly for me. Like, the privilege that white and biracial people have, and she said, myself included, started in slavery. Like, this is... And in this article, I'm going to link it down below because I think it's actually amazing. Mm. Like, recognising your privilege, and I've always said this to you, Niall, yeah. it's not an easy thing. 100%. Like, it's not an easy thing. I remember when she recognised her privilege for the first time. This was pissed. Pissed. <laughs> pissed. On this podcast, or She was back. fighting. Don't you back. I was like, no. I don't understand, Niall. But I don't, like, no. No, no, <laughs> she no. She was arguing no. with me. We argued. We had to stop the podcast. Like, listen... And the one thing she says in the article, and I just want to put it here, is it is a known fact that many biracial people don't under understand and acknowledge the privilege that accompanies them throughout their lives. However, it is undeniable that we experience blatant preferential treatment and are widely seen as more approachable than our dark-skinned counterparts. And that is the fact of the facts. facts. And I'm going to come back with my good sis Kalani because she really inspired me to speak out about this because... I really love her. And the fact that she actually said this, she was like, it's okay to call me mixed. It's okay to be mixed race. Like, it's okay to call me mixed. Like, I, and she said it, and I quote, she was like, I am mixed and I'm not gonna act like that I have the same experience as a black person. Because I don't. We don't. I don't. And I feel like, especially in a time where everyone's acknowledging their own privilege, mm -hmm. it's for us as well as black people, as mixed race people, to also acknowledge. Because me too, as a black person, I have a privilege. You too, Naya, as a black person, you have a privilege. Oh, I say it all the time. Listen, we all have privileges. It's about acknowledging that. And me saying to someone, you need to acknowledge your privilege, isn't me coming for them. It's not a... Like, not I just found it so funny how when we were talking about this Fam. stuff in our colorism episode, people were coming for us, but you guys are doing the same things now. Same thing. Same things now, and we weren't even atting anyone. <laughs> we weren't even atting anyone. We were just speaking our minds Hundreds. freely. There was no act involved. You Hundreds. guys are out here atting brands, commenting underneath pages, coming with your chest. Coming with your chest. <laughs> Your but when we came with our chest, we were told to be haters. We were told that we don't love ourselves. We were told to be bitter black women. And that <laughs> white man that's in the comments here, please. 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 I don't want to see no blackout Tuesday from you, sir. <laughs> I don't want to see everyone who has any negative thing to say in, my, in our colorism episode. And I say that fact And our mixed-ish episode. And our mixed-ish episode. Fact on fact 20 times 20%. Yo. <laughs> Yo, I don't want to see any Black Lives Matter from you. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see Performative it. Performative activism. You were, you were out here gaslighting me about my experience. And you're here trying to shout all Black Lives Matter. My life matters too. Oh. Am, I not, am I not black? Am I not black? Am I not black? We're great. <laughs> am I not black? No, we're charcoal. We're charcoal. Mocha. Caramel cutie. You lot really came for us. Caramel cutie. Yes, I am. <laughs> Mocha baby, you lot really came for us saying that we were bitter black women, we don't love our blackness, we are dividing the black, <laughs> we're a disappointment to the black community. Ah! 
With chest. With chest. With chest. With chest. With chest. I d- Listen, if I start bringing out all of you guys in your seats. Yeah. During this Black Lives Matter, you're not going to like it. Y'all better just give your ass to the quiet. You guys Y'all show to- your asses. You, you showed been- your asses. <laughs> you showed. This is the thing. You guys have been showing your asses. Like, I've been here laughing at I just you. Been la- I've been here laughing at you. I'm laughing. I'm laughing all the way because you're still listening. Uh, laughing. Ha uh, <laughs> 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 Bitch. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> I win. <laughs> you lose. Oh my god. No. I'm a bad bitch. I'm, I'm a bad bitch. Hey, I'm a bad bitch. I'm a, I'm a bad bitch. Hey. Oh, we love it. No, but guys, like, on a more serious note, though, I feel like final thing i just want you guys to continue your support keep doing what you're doing don't feel forced to perform to what social media is trying 100%. to make you say. protect your peace black people black Literally. people and only protect your peace take regular breaks this Girls. right i saw something online that said racism is actually a form of trauma like right now black people they're going for a system of like ptsd like mm-hmm. post-traumatic stress disorder like this is a lot on their soul like yeah stop forcing black people to have conversations like do your research on your own reach out to your black friends make sure that they're okay like i had friends that reach out reach out to me to like send me like really good books to read because they know how like overwhelming this is all for me do you know what i mean like so many of like my white friends have really like reached out really reached out and shown true allyship because i think that's just so so important like reach out to your black friends make sure that they're okay make sure that the news isn't too overwhelming because Racism is a lot. Yeah. And what you're seeing is something that they have been dealing with their entire life. Their so entire they are life, freaking yeah. exhausted. So, I am exhausted. Yeah. I'm tired. And sometimes some people don't want to have conversations and that's okay. I yeah. feel like everyone needs, everyone deals with things in their own time. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Just check for your friends, check for your health and just continue doing what you're doing and just be an ally and be part of this movement. Like, exactly. don't be that person sitting by watching all of this happen. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you can make a difference, make it. Black people take regular breaks. But yeah, that was us on the Tea with a Slice of Shay. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you follow us and we'll have loads of links down below. Yes. And we'll catch you in the next one. Bye, guys. Ciao. Ciao.